This is Good Together, the podcast that inspires you to create positive change in the world every day by being a conscious consumer. I'm your host, Laura Alexander Wittig, founder of Brightly.eco, and I started this podcast a few years ago because I wanted a place to talk about the gray areas around sustainability and how being a conscious consumer can be challenging and confusing but it's totally doable. So join me in the name of reducing waste and living positively in the name of the planet. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Good Together listeners. So today's episode is about something we've talked about a lot, actually, in previous episodes as like a one-liner. And I felt like it's one of those topics that we could really, really get into and and get really get our hands dirty. So I'm so excited to talk to today's guest, uh, Brie Eggert. Uh, We're going to talk all about how to thrift holiday gifts. But I think before before we have Brie hop on, like one of the things I wanted to call out is like, we understand that if you're doing a quick Google search, some people may or may not be excited about thrifting gifts. So we're going to talk about that too. We're going to talk about ways you can thrift gifts. We're going to talk about getting over that stereotype and all sorts of things. Um, and so like I mentioned, Brie Eggert is joining us today. She's the founder of Average But Inspired um, and is a total thrift queen. So she's going to be here sharing all the tips and tricks you need to really like ensure that your thrifting endeavors result in thought and thoughtful and memorable presence. So welcome, Brie. I wonder if you could just say hi and introduce yourself. Thank you. Hi. Yeah, I am so excited to be here. And I just really appreciate you having me on. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me a little bit about um, your company, Average But Inspired. Like what what is it all about? Yeah, so um, I started out as just a blogger. Um, I do have my website where I share all kinds of home improvement projects, I'm really focused on um, working with what I already have. So, you know, not demoing a lot of things, not bringing a lot of new things, just kind of refreshing what's already there. Um, And thrifting really ties into that because I am able to bring in new things into my home without going out and spending a ton of money and, and buying all kinds of new stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in addition to being very eco friendly because you're preventing something from going into the landfill or like, perhaps like preventing demand for something brand new to be created that doesn't necessarily need to be created. Um, I also think that the saving money piece is huge, especially right now. Uh, We have a lot of folks, uh, you know, 
you know, having some financial strain around the world and the country, like there's a lot of like volatile things going on. And so the more that we can save money, the better. Um, and actually, like before we talk about like, I would say like thrifting, um, you know, gifts in general, just it, we would be remiss if we didn't talk just really briefly about uh, Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Uh, you know, we coming off the we're recording this podcast early December. So we're just coming off of that, I would say, like, frantic shopping time. Um, and, you know, there we're, we're saying that like this year, over 200 million people shop for gifts during that season, which is insane. Uh, last year was a little bit less than that. So it's growing. Um, but when we think about the amount of people who are buying new, we can we also need to think about what the potential environmental impact would be if a fraction of those people, I mean, we could say even if they just thrifted 100%, but that's maybe a little bit unrealistic for most people. What if they, what if like, like a small amount of 200 million people, and if they bought five gifts, what if like one of those gifts were thrifted, right? Like think about the massive impact that would have, right? Yeah, I mean, it would be insane. And I just think that everywhere you turn, it is this throwaway culture that we're living in where people are just buying without thinking. So if we really could sort of change the way people are thinking, and like you said, even if just maybe one of the gifts that you buy is something that's secondhand, it really could make such a huge impact. Absolutely. And the, I would say like the general, um, aversion or like tabooness of getting a thrifted gift is going away, which is really good news for everybody. So yeah, maybe you're like, ancient grandmother would think it's weird, but you're probably not going to do, I mean, maybe she wouldn't though. It depends on grandma, but I mean, really, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I'd say like, uh, a big driving factor, I would say in the removal of this stereotype as it were, I think it has been the rise of resale apps. Um, and actually one of the resale apps out there, Mercari did a survey back in 2019. Um, and based on their survey, uh, 61% of the consumers were saying they were comfortable with receiving a used gift, especially if it's a unique find. Um, and when we think about unique finds, one of the things that we were like so blown away by um, with your work, Brie, is like how creative you get with this. So tell the listeners a little bit about your, like a, one of the series that we found um, on, on your Instagram account is about like creating one of a kind gift sets for people from thrifted items. So tell the listeners a little bit about what that is and sort of like, how you go about doing that and really what the genesis of that series is. Cause I think that's fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I guess just starting with the genesis of it, I was starting to feel so frustrated being on social media a lot um, with respect to my job. I just felt like everyone on there was trying to force me or not force me, but tell me to buy things, just shop, yes. shop, 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 shop. And it was like, I don't want to see another link for another product. Like, I don't need this. I don't think anyone needs this. Like, just lay off. So I was trying to think, like, what would be something in a time where we naturally have to do a lot of shopping? What would be something that could sort of counteract that? Um, And so this idea of coming up with gifts that people could easily find in any thrift store, basically, um, gifts that they could give for the holiday season, I just felt like that was really a nice way to give some useful information, but also be eco-friendly and budget-friendly. So that's kind of how this all came up. And I just can't believe how positive, you know, for the most part, the response has been. Yeah. And I mean, one of the things that I think is driving this uh, potential, you know, excitement around here is like, 
vintage and um you know vintage type things like that is coming back in style and actually if you yeah you know how if you if you really think about the recipient right like we talk when we, we talk about gifting yep. a lot if we think about the recipient the act of giving a gift to somebody especially one that's really thought thought about and, and, and meaningful is huge i think if you go out if you say okay look my dad's really into golf my dad actually is really into golf and, and, and instead of me I don't know, going on Amazon and finding some new like golf paraphernalia. I went to the thrift store and found um, like a vintage PGA tour hat. He would be like blown away by that compared to yeah. something brand new. And it doesn't have to be as like, Ooh, as like rare or whatever or something like that may or may not be, but just having that thought process, I think is really important. And the other thing I'll say, I'll uh, piggyback off of what you just said around opening social media accounts and seeing links to everything. Yes. I feel like I, there was some, I follow, like, I have this like one Instagram, like secret Finsta or whatever, where I just like follow meme accounts. And so some, some guy was talking about how he felt like, uh, he was said like women have turned TikTok, which I'm like, women, whatever. He's like, women have turned TikTok into a uh, home shopping network, which is like, whatever about women. Wow. But like, yes, there's a lot of influencers <laughs> out there who have turned it into home shopping network. Same thing with Instagram. Um, I know that yeah. there's like a small sort of trend happening around being like de-influenced, which I think is really cool. Um, and like having people kind of buck the trend. And I think thrifting, specifically thrifting gifts can be a part of that. Um, so in terms of like actual gift ideas for people, tell us a little bit about that. Cause you mentioned that you have a list of things that are usually pretty easily found at thrift stores. So like, yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Yes. Well, you know, I just want to piggyback on something you said, which is I think the best part about thrifting gifts for people is if you do have a recipient in mind. So like you said, with your dad on the golf hat, um, because that can be so meaningful. Um, the ideas that I can't wait to share with everybody, um, you know, I was trying to think very broadly. So these are a little bit less personal, but I think that there's so much room for personalization. If you Take these ideas as a seed. These are common things that you can look for in your thrift stores, and then you can personalize them to whoever you're you know, going to be giving these to. Um, but like the very first one that I started with, I had no idea people would love this so much. I just found some very unique candle holders, and I brought them home, and I cleaned them up. And they were just unlike anything that you would see maybe in a store today. And then I paired them with um, just some really cute taper candles and put them in a basket. and it made a very nice presentation. Like this looked very nice. And I thought that this would be something that you could give to someone as a hostess gift or host or a hostess gift. Um, yeah, and people absolutely. Loved that. And, yeah. And what was so fun is that people then were weighing in with like other things that you could maybe add with these candle holders um, to make it even more of a generous gift. If that was, you know, something that you wanted to do. So like throw in a matchbook, have a little container where they could keep the matches, like just different cute variations on that. Um, so everyone, you can always find candle holders, um, at your thrift store and, and baskets, you know, like you're just saying, and I feel baskets. like the baskets, like that's something where like we, we talk a lot about gifting consumables, um, and uh -huh. consumables, like, right. You go to, to Whole Foods and get some like fancy chocolates or whatever, but a lot of people like to package those things up in nice gift baskets. And you are yeah. crazy, absolutely crazy. If you're not going to a thrift store to find a basket for that, like. If you buy a new basket from your targets or whatever world, they're expensive. They're like $15. Like, and 
they're not going to be, you know, as unique as something you find at a thrift store. So like not just a basket, a vessel, like finding a cool vessel to put things in, you're always going to find those, right? Yes, that is exactly right. And that actually is a perfect segue into one of my other ideas that I shared, which was the amount of crystal that you can find at a thrift store is like astonishing to me. So I found this beautiful crystal bowl. This thing was so heavy. And it was like, if I was buying this online, it would just be, you know, at least $50. So with that, what I did, and this again, kind of is like, you know, you make it look fancy. I put in just some white paper shreds and then I had a little string of LED um, battery powered lights that I put in there. And so then I also filled it with a little bag of nuts and like a tiny nutcracker. But then when you turn those lights on, it just made this bowl look so festive and fun for gifting. And it was such a nicer gift than if I would have gone and bought this new. And, you know, I just can't believe there's these beautiful dishes. So you can definitely find some amazing vessels for gifting consumables at a thrift store. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. And tell me a little bit about like the maybe for people that are interested in gifting to like a home decor kind of aficionado, like I'm sure there's so many cool things you could get as well. There are so many. And those are actually some of my favorite things to find at a thrift store because you don't really have to worry about, um, you know, they're easily cleaned, I guess. Um, yeah, is a good way to say it. So y you can definitely find some things like a planter. There's beautiful vases, beautiful planters. You could easily fill that with greenery from your yard, or you could buy a plant if you felt like doing that. And that just makes such a nice gift. Or you could set up some type of, um, you know, if you get like a tray, for example, there's tons of trays at the thrift store. You can make like a little vignette for someone, some something for their coffee table, for example. You could do a coffee table book, a tray, maybe some of those candlesticks we were talking about earlier, and just put together a little thing. Picture frame, also a great thing you can find at a, a thrift store. Um, and I feel like anyone would really appreciate that. It's like done for you decor. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, there's so many, um, you know, one thing that, uh, one example I'll give to the listeners is, so I live in a mid-century modern home, um, actually an old historic one, which is cool. We've had to do Lots of fun DIY projects to, to get her back up to, to <laughs> modern the modern age, but we love it. Um, and one of the things I'll share, and I might have might have talked about this like a long time ago, like years ago, but um, one time for Christmas, I got a pair of vintage brass, uh, almost like they're they're not bookends, but kind of seem like they would be bookends, and they're cranes, and they're very obviously oh. mid-century modern. And I just thought that was the coolest present because Number one, it was really unique. Um, and number two, it was mm. very obvious to me that um, who ga whoever gave me the gift was very intentional about it. And uh, actually, I just yeah. got a bunch of texts from my mom and my brother and people like, what do I get you for Christmas? Which is like always the worst. I mean, I'm glad that they asked. Listeners, let's, I'm glad that they asked because it's always good to make sure that people actually want the things you're giving to them. So I love that. But on the on the uh, receiver end of that text, I always I dreaded a little bit because I, you know, as, as you're an adult, you typically buy what you need for yourself throughout the year. And yeah. so you don't really have a lot of like wants from that perspective. So then I think to myself, well, like what, you know, what would I like? And so, yeah, my, I think my answer to them was basically like consumables, gift cards, um, and like some bougie bath stuff that I wouldn't buy myself, right? Like stuff like that. But, you know, it, it, yeah. it can be hard. Um, so just knowing a little bit about somebody's background or like what they're interested in. I also sent um, a list of hobbies that I've been into lately. That's another good way to like, uh, get, well, that's get a the, great idea. 
yeah, that's another way to like get your uh, creative juices flowing where, yeah, maybe somebody's really into fishing and, you know, I'm, there's a million different fishing gadgets you could get out there. Um, but from a thrifting perspective, maybe you go in the thrift store and you find um, some good gear or, or something of that nature, right? So just understanding more about the person, I think is going to be helpful. And then you can kind of go into the thrift store with a little bit more of a you don't have to have like an actual laundry list. It's like literally like, okay, well, this is what the person's interested in. And now I'm going to get creative and it can be super fun. Yes. Well, and I have to tell you, it's sort of like that meme, since you said you're into that, you know, like you don't go to Target with an idea of what you need to buy. Like you let Target tell you. It's kind of the same uh -huh. thing with the store. Like you just yeah. have to like see what you can find. And while you're there, you know, be willing to look around and kind of like put things together. And so if you do go in and you maybe aren't having, or you don't go in with like an, a lot of knowledge or ideas about what you want to get someone, I think the consumables idea is like such a great one to fall back into. You could do a basket with you know, some coffee cups or teacups and then, um, you know, add like coasters that you find there or stir sticks, anything. And then you can supplement that with like a nice warm drink of their choice, um, you know, from the grocery store later on. So it is really helpful to have an idea about what they might like, but you can also be successful finding some nice gifts, even if it's just a little more general. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And I think like when we think about the vessel idea, you can, again, get even more creative and say, look, okay, I found a really cute pie plate and I know this person likes to bake. So maybe I'll get yes. them a cute, a cute pie plate and maybe there's some like cute, funny vintage measuring cups. And then I will go and get uh, some spices for them. Cause if they're, I was going to say like a baking mix, but if they actually really like to bake, they're probably not going to want a baking mix because they're going to say, <laughs> I want to make it from scratch. Um, so maybe you can just go get them. Um, actually here's something random listeners if it, for, for the baker in your life or the, even the cook, my mom has gotten me into buying whole nutmeg. So not a uh, ground nutmeg, oh. whole nutmeg. Um, you can get it at whole foods. Uh, my whole foods didn't have it in bulk. It had it in a jar, but certain bulk stores will have it. The reason why I say this is yes, nutmeg is traditionally used around this time of year in sort of like holiday spice baking, but it's also really good if you like to make, um, bechamel or like white sauce for lasagna and things like that they typically add a little bit of nutmeg but going off the on this tangent my mom said well if you use whole nutmeg and you grate it it is like mind-blowingly good um and so wow. maybe that's what you get to somebody you give them a piece of whole nutmeg and they're like why did you get me this and then you get to have this conversation this crazy lady in a podcast and her mom told you to do it um but it's you know, maybe that's like something that's fun. You could also do what about like the um you you guys have heard me talk about this so many times, the TikTok feta pasta dish, the baked feta pasta. I'm obsessed with it. But like get somebody a vessel for that. Get them a cute yeah. little casserole dish. Um, because I am pretty sure that they don't have I mean, maybe maybe check with them and see if they don't have like a million dishes. But I personally could always use another small baking vessel. I have the only ones I have are in my house are massive. <laughs> you know what? I think that sounds like such a fun idea too. Like if you were basing gifts off of like viral videos that you saw or something, that's kind of just what a fun way. I never would have thought of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I mean, in general, I think that just you know, the more that you can 
be thoughtful about what you're giving. And you guys hear me say this a lot. Like, just the, it, it is the thought that counts. And so if you're like, look, I think that you would love to make this baked feta pasta dish. Here's what you need. And maybe you throw mm-hmm. in like a <clears throat> $25 gift card to Whole Foods or something for the, the ingredients, whatever. I guarantee you that when the person makes that dish for the first time, because they will, you're going to like really set them up and maybe you're going to like prod them, you know, hey, did you make your dishes? And I guarantee you when they do it, they're going to send you a picture. Uh, They're going to be like, this is amazing. Thank you so much. They're going to say this nutmeg like blew my mind. And it's, it's another way to stay in touch and involved with somebody, especially if you don't live by them. Um, And I I did this one year for my father with an instant pot, um, which by the way, please thrift an instant pot or ask somebody in your buy nothing group because there are so many people that bought instant pots that don't use them anymore. So get one from somebody who like used it twice because there are plenty of them floating. Um, but I did that for him because I noticed that he wasn't, uh, he was, you know, living on his own. He wasn't really cooking that much. Last time I saw him, he had those like cold cuts in the refrigerator. And I was like, no, like stop. You can't eat that all the time. Here's an instant pot. I'm going to set you up with some really, really easy recipes and he uses it a lot now, um, which is exciting. And, and you know, like, I, I think like helps, helps with that bonding, uh, even though we don't live uh, near each other at all anymore. I think it absolutely does. And, you know, if you do live close to someone and you do a gift like that, you could, you know, just set up a time to enjoy the meal or the drinks with them, you know, whatever it is, or else you can also do it over FaceTime. Also another great way to connect. Absolutely. Well, I wonder if like you had any other like kind of random gifting ideas for the listeners. I hate to put you on the spot, but I'm sure you have a few, right? (laughs) Well, you know, it's kind of one of those things like you just have to go in and look around and see what you can find. I was going to say someone did ask me about thrifting gifts for kids. Um, And I feel like that can be a little trickier just because, you know, like we were talking about, you really do want to kind of have your recipient in mind. So um, sometimes maybe the toys that you might find at a thrift store might not be exactly something that the kids you're going to be giving the gift to are interested in, but you could look at things like books. I mean, tons and tons of books. And if you wrap them in a cute, creative way, that's a fun thing to give. Um, of course, thrift stores have tons of games. You can check those out. But the thing with games can be tricky is, you know, so they have all the pieces. Same with puzzles. Um, so kids might be a little bit trickier, but if you can, if you know something they're interested in, you might be able to, to find some good stuff for them there too. Absolutely. And you're right. Like kids toys, kids anything is always a great thing to look for at um, a reuse store because they, my toddler is has the most, crazy um attention span like she just it was funny I was like actually just talking to my husband we try to do the whole toy rotation thing in our house um Uh I think we do okay at it uh but she's at the point where she's just seen some of these toys so many times or she like just doesn't care like even when I like bring out new ones like quote unquote new ones in the rotation um and so I struggle with that because I don't want to bring new like a bunch of new toys into my house so one of the things we're trying to do is yeah just like slowly offload some of those toys that we often have sourced from buy nothing, getting them back to buy nothing. Um, and like sharing the love there just because yeah, she, she, it's so, it's so frustrating. Like I just, I can't with that. Um, I'm also curious to know, Brie, so like you, I, on, in the course of your blog, you do a lot of DIY as well. Um, and are there any type of like 
DIY projects or gifts that you like to encourage people to do? Maybe they use like thrifted pieces, but I'm curious to know if there's any oh, sort absolutely. of DIY element. Yeah. Yeah, that is like my absolute favorite thing. I especially love um, thrifting furniture and then giving it new life. You know, whether it's like stripping it and refinishing it to bring it back to like its original glory or giving it a completely new look with paint and hardware and things like that. That is just it's almost like where I started was kind of flipping furniture. Um, and I just think there's so many things you can do within your own home and your own life that doesn't require you to be going out and buying new things. So that's really like just my favorite thing to talk about and to do. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And like, what kind of pieces of furniture have you like gifted to people? That's cool. Um, well, a lot of times I will sort of like gift my services to people. So if oh. somebody has, yeah. So like if someone in my family, for example, has furniture that they are hoping could have a new look, like I'll, I have helped my sister many times with furniture refinishing. Um, and actually I even, helped her with an entire kitchen makeover. So she had um, a, a vintage 1950s kitchen and it was in very rough shape to put it nicely. Um, but instead of ripping it out, like we worked with everything that she already had. So I painted the cabinets for her, you know, we freshened up the flooring, painted the walls, removed some of that wallpaper, just got it looking so much cuter and so much more charming. And it was just such a great way to breathe new life into the space. And we didn't spend anything to the landfill. Like, honestly, it was 100% just a facelift. And that is so exciting to me when I see that you can really make something look so much better and you're not causing any waste or, you know, wrecking your budget. Yeah, well, that's such a, I mean, like, to me, that that is such a great sort of uh, gift to end on um, as we kind of wrap up our conversation, because from my perspective, there's so many things you covered there in addition to like uh, an un, uh, un, untraditional uh, type, you know, gift, right? Furniture you wouldn't think to get yeah. to somebody. But the, the thing that I thought was so cool is you talked about gifting your services, which is huge. And I think um, like maybe when we were little, we did little IOUs to our parents uh, as gifts, yeah. which are kind of silly. But if you think about it, like that can be an amazing gift too. Like maybe you're not um, a furniture uh, facelift guru like Bria is. Um, I certainly am not. I, I try. I'm not, I'm not great with my hands, but I am going to do it. I believe in you. I, <laughs> I love it. Well, maybe I'll try, but <laughs> I, I have painted stuff every once in a while. Um, but yeah, I mean, just. I'm good at meal planning. I'm good at cooking. Um, and so maybe my yeah. gift for somebody is coming up with some recipes or something of that nature. Um, because I think that is, again, especially if you pair it with like maybe even a, just a small physical gift, um, like we were talking about yes. earlier, a small physical thrift to gift can be really fun. And I think I, I'm hoping that folks, uh, that as you're listening to this, um, you've got some ideas because we'll, we'll release this uh, second week of December. So there's still be plenty of time for last minute holiday shopping. Um, one of the nice things about being, uh, about shopping, um, online at this time is you won't be able to <laughs> like, uh, but when this goes out live, like stuff is not going to get to you by Christmas. So this is going to hopefully be even more useful for you because you're going to miss a lot of those shipping cutoffs. Um, so anyway, listeners, I, I think, I hope that you got a lot out of this conversation with Brie. Um, and Brie, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you the ending question that I asked all of our guests, which is, you know, really from where you're sitting, um, you know, either from 
the blog um, atmosphere or just like a general person existing in the universe. So for more of your city, what is exciting you the most about the ethical and sustainable lifestyle movement going on right now? Okay, so I have to say, I just think it's wonderful that this concept of like small steps can really add up to a big change. That is what's so exciting to me because even just throughout doing this um, video series um, about thrifted gifts at the holidays, I have learned so much. Um, you know, for example, my first video that I did, I had wrapped it um, with some cellophane and I wasn't even thinking, oh, well, the wrapping is not eco-friendly. And people pointed out to me, some of them in a very nice way, some of them, you know, as social media goes, not so kindly <laughs> told me yeah. that I should not be wrapping my gifts this way. And I was like, wow, okay. And so I've taken that feedback and, you know, going forward, I have not used that wrapping and I, I'm not going to use that again. It just was something that never even crossed my mind. So I just think it's great to have an open mind with what you're doing and with what other people are doing. And when you can educate and inform in a kind way, I think that that is just going to be so helpful going forward um, for everyone in this whole movement. Awesome. Well, it was amazing chatting with you, Brie. Listeners, um, like we talked about, we're going to include links to all the social um, accounts and all the links and things that we discussed earlier. But again, as we sign off, like we want to make sure that we're, we're leaving you with some really great tips. So again, you know, stay mindful, take things slower if you can this holiday season. Um, and remember, like, it truly is the thought that counts, as corny as that sounds. Uh, so, Brie, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. I was so happy to be here, and I hope everybody has a great holiday season. joining us on another episode of Good Together. To get show notes and more, head to brightly.eco slash podcast. Finally, don't forget to join in on the conversation with us on social media. You'll find us on almost everything at brightly.eco. Don't forget, we're all on this journey together, so have fun putting the planet first and stay curious.